Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berker, WTOP Travel. Your Friday morning is going to be dry, but Friday night looking wet. Between 5 and 7 p.m., some rain will develop and continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. There's a flood watch that goes up from 6 p.m. Friday until 6 a.m. Saturday. Could get more than an inch of rain. Expect clouds on the increase. Temperatures this morning in the 20s. Most neighborhoods will climb to about 50 degrees. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 35 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. The Friday morning, January 12th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 3 a.m. hour on WTOP. Developing this morning, the crew is okay out west, but a Navy helicopter crashed in the water in San Diego in the bay there on a training exercise. U.S. and several allies launch retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. Here at home, could a local handgun licensing law be coming back? He was on Maryland's State Board of Elections. Now he's resigned after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Could the Alexandria Arena deal be tied to more Metro funding? Show me a plan that works. I'm Nick Ainelli. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Wendy Gillette. The Naval Air Force says six crew members are undergoing medical evaluations after a Navy helicopter crashed into San Diego Bay. All were quickly rescued. Spokesperson Commander Beth Teach explains the purpose of their training. HSM-41 is the squadron, and it's a training squadron here at NAS North Island. They train all of our naval aviators and naval air crewmen as they prepare to go to their operational squadrons where they will go into the fleet. The U.S. and U.K. launched strikes on Houthi rebels in Yemen, possibly escalating the Israel-Hamas war to a regional conflict. CBS's Weijia Jiang reports from the White House. Biden officials had warned of an attack. They said that there would be action taken, and we know that... This week, the Houthis continued their assault on ships in the in the Red Sea. And so, you know, this is, again, what we expected to happen, although we did not know the extent, the details of how it would play out. Texas state officials are blocking Border Patrol agents from patrolling in a town that borders Mexico. The Texas Military Department confirming that it has taken control of the 47-acre Shelby Park on the Texas-Mexico border. Eagle Pass Mayor Rolando Salinas got word late Wednesday. They have an emergency declaration from the governor. This is something that the city didn't sign up for. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says they're using every tool to respond to what he calls President Biden's ongoing border crisis. U.S. officials telling CBS News, they're blocked from conducting their duties. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Former President Donald Trump did not get to deliver a closing argument in his New York civil fraud case, but he did address the court for more than five minutes. CBS's Robert Costa. While New York state attorneys finished their closing arguments, Trump was already gone, pumping his fists as supporters cheered him at his 40 Wall Street building. New York State Attorney General Letitia James. This case is about the facts and the law. And Mr. Donald Trump violated the law. Hertz is selling one-third of its electric vehicles, about 20,000 cars in total. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks explains why. 
CEO Stephen Schur said during the rental company's recent earnings report that there was a high cost to maintaining EVs and that collision repairs to EVs can often be double the cost of compatible gas-powered cars. Coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have agreed to part ways after 24 years. This season was the worst of his career. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTLP at 303. Good Friday morning, January 12th, 2024. Increasing clouds heading through the day. Late day rain developing this Friday. A cool one, 45 to 50 for the low. We're at 35 you're waking up to in Washington right now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this morning together, some additional gun control is where we begin, could be returning locally to Maryland. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has now granted the state's petition in this case for the full court to consider Maryland's handgun licensing law. That measure was thrown out, you may remember, in November by a three-judge panel, which ruled then that Maryland's law requiring most residents to get a license before having a handgun was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing then for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says this morning he welcomes the court's decision. He adds common sense gun laws are vital to his commitment to keep guns out of the wrong hands and save lives in Maryland. Major news out of Annapolis this morning talking about Maryland. A Maryland Elections Board member has been arrested and charged in the January 6th Capitol riot. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, one of two Republican members of the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been arrested on charges connected to the January 6th rioting at the U.S. Capitol. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala urged police to, quote, join us and was seen on video climbing over police barricades. Ayala was seen on video waving a flag that had the words, we the people and defend on it along with an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was later seen being poked through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. The Washington Post reports Ayala appeared in court this week, and a preliminary hearing is set for February 8th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 305, with Virginia state lawmakers now back at work this week in Richmond, Governor Glenn Youngkin is working to drum up support for the construction of that new arena for the Caps and Wiz planned in Alexandria. The governor telling WTOP's own Nick Ionelli this morning, negotiations include concerns about transportation in that area. For those worried about traffic congestion and transportation issues associated with an Alexandria arena, Governor Youngkin says... We can work through a world-class transportation plan for the area, and we're committed to do so. Democratic state leaders have told Governor Youngkin, a Republican, that they'd want additional funding for Metro tied to the arena deal. Youngkin tells WTOP he is open to that, but with certain conditions. The Metro has a real problem right now. They've got service levels that are mismatched. They've got overhead levels that far exceed any of their benchmarks. The businessman in me just says, show me a plan that works. And then we'll work on how to fund that plan. And I'm committed to do that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. At 306, talking tech stuff on WTOP Friday morning. WTOP recently told you, you may remember, about two women whose Facebook accounts were broken into. Once in, the hackers pretended to be the women themselves to push an apparent cryptocurrency scheme. 
So how can you protect your account from a break-in like this? It's not uncommon for Facebook not to act when profiles are compromised, according to digital expert Kim Commando. They say, oh, fill out the help request form. We're going to get you your account back. Mm, not so much. Now, after our story, one of the victims did see their stolen Facebook profile deleted eight months after they first reached out to Facebook. So you have to be really, really careful about your Facebook account because, yes, it is free to you. But it's also free to a hacker and scammer who's going to use it to make money using your profile. One big one. Make sure no old, unused email addresses are still linked to your Facebook account. Same goes for phone numbers. And use a unique password that you do not use on other sites. If you don't do any of this, yes, you are a big red flag and you are going to get hacked. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 3.07. DC's restaurant scene will be on full display next week. In case you didn't know that, Winter Restaurant Week gets underway on Monday in the district with a variety of menu options for everyone's taste. A dining experience at a discounted price. There's a different price point for every consumer, for every diner, whether it's lunch or dinner. We've just expanded it to allow for more participation. 300 DC restaurants will show off its culinary cuisine by offering multi-course lunches at $25 per person, or you can grab a bite for dinner. That will cost you $40 to $55 per person. Sean Townsend is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington. He says it's all about getting folks to go out and try something new in the district. I think the draw is for most consumers to figure out what new restaurants that you want to take advantage of and try to make a reservation. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Breaking this morning on WTOP, the U.S. and U.K. hits Houthi targets in Yemen for attacks in the Red Sea. We'll update you on where we stand on that this morning here on WTLP. Time now is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving and weather on the gates and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Watch out for the accident. Eastbound 66 between the 234s in Manassas. You find an accident involving a tractor trailer uh, causing just a brief slowdown, but light enough IMA traffic so there are no major delays. Then westbound 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge. There was overhead sign work. That has been cleared. However, westbound 66 after the Roslyn Tunnel, left lane getting by in the work zone. Then eastbound 66 before US 29 in Roslyn, right lane getting by that work zone. And then westbound 66 west of 123. Heading over to U.S. 50 in Fairfax is ongoing road widening operations. The center lane and right lane are mobile alternating closures. There is a new work zone on the Capitol Belt with the outer loop south of 193 in McLean. This is utility work with the right center lane, right lane blocked. So stay over to the far left side. Not seeing any major delays, though, because of this work zone. So the ride south of the Legion Bridge past 66 to the Springfield interchange looking okay. However, on the Beltway in a loop on the approach to the Springfield interchange, you've got ongoing going bridge inspection operations with the left shoulder and the two left lanes are mobile alternating closures. Also northbound 395 at the Springfield and change ongoing bridge inspection work. Then northbound 395 from Springfield to King Street. Pothole patching is going on. The left lane center lane blocked. And then northbound 395 at the 14th Street Bridge. Left lane center lane blocked also because of pothole patching. The WTOP traffic studio was furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Not a bad start to our Friday here. Typical winter cold for your morning, upper 20s. 
30s to lower 30s out there. And later today, we'll get up to about 50 degrees with temperatures even Friday evening in the upper 40s to around 50. So uh, there could be a little fog around the area and there will be some rain. Rain develops between 5 and 7 p.m. today. So count on those clouds just increasing throughout the day and then rain late well after sunset. Rain will continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock Saturday morning. Could get about one inch of rain because of the chance for moderate to heavy rain. There is a flood watch that starts at 6 p.m. today and continues until 6 a.m. Saturday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the airports, 36 at Reagan National, 35, 3 a.m. hour. Friday morning, BWY Marshall, 35 Dallas. We're up a couple to 37 now in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 3 a.m. hour on WTLP this morning. My long fence, save 25% on long fence. Decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payments, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Longfence.com. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Annual inflation rose to 3.4% in December, the highest in three months. Engine maker Cummins is recalling 600,000 Dodge Ram trucks, part of a settlement over emissions test cheating software. Sports betting in Maryland hit a record. $560 million in December. $480 million of that was paid out in winnings. The Dow finished Thursday up just 15 points. The S&P 500 index down just three. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Asian stocks finish mainly lower. The Kospi down 15 points. The Hang Seng down 86. The Shanghai was off five. The Nikkei, though, did gain 100. That would be 527 points. The Nikkei up 527. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 312. You're with Dean Lane. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. It's Friday, January 12th. Thanks for starting your early morning. This 3 a.m. hour with us. If you're just joining us as you rise this morning, you'll see increasing clouds as we head through the day today. Late rain returns to the region. Cool. Not too bad, though. 45 to 50 for the actual high later today. We're at 37 in Washington right now. 313. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. This is WTOP News. Major news this morning out of the Middle East. The U.S. and several allies launching retaliatory strikes against several Houthi targets in Yemen. The strikes follow months of attacks from the Houthis on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The militia say they are actions that they're taking there in retaliation for Israel's war in Gaza. For his part, President Joe Biden is out this morning with a statement saying the U.S. and its allies will not tolerate the militant group's ceaseless attacks on the Red Sea. This morning, Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton with more. It's certainly a move that a lot of people, you know, both analysts and kind of folks in the, the Pentagon were waiting for, um, you know, going back months since, uh, you know, American forces have been attacked in Iraq and Syria by other um, Iran-backed groups. And, you know, since November, the you know, the shipping lanes in the Red Sea have been under um, you know, near daily assaults by the by the Houthi militants uh, from Yemen. So um, there was a lot of consternation within the Pentagon the last few months uh, when these attacks were stepped up to almost daily strikes uh, in Iraq and Syria. Um, and 
you know, there was this sort of tension between do you strike and, and show resolve versus do you send the, the U.S. into a spiraling into a larger regional war with all these different uh, variables like, you know, Iran backing several of these groups. To the point you just made, I've been hearing snippets, both, you know, praise for this move as well as criticism and on social media as well. And there's one argument that this is exactly what the Houthi Red Bulls wanted and were walking into their trap. Maybe that's a little dramatic the way I'm putting it because the U.S. and U.K. have formidable militaries. Yes, and and the Houthis have been, you know, under attack for years now with, you know, the U.S. contributed to that, you know, the coalition um, campaign against them. So this is not something they're they're new to. You know, they've they've been able to absorb and adapt uh, for for a number of years now. So this is not. Probably not catching them off guard. I'm sure they're well prepared for this. Um, this, these strikes did hit some of their, uh, places where they, uh, you know, can prepare and launch attacks into the Red Sea. Um, so, you know, we, it remains to be seen how effective they are since they just happened. Um, but I mean, you can, you can bet that, you know, this, you know, there will be a discussion to see, you know, how they will continue. But, um, I don't, I don't really know anyone who is confident saying that the attacks will end tonight. Is there a, a major fear of a, eventually a direct confrontation between the United States and Iran? Yeah, that's that's the concern in the Biden administration that, you know, the, these groups are backed by Iran. And, you know, if you attack them, they they, you know, in, in one argument could um, see that as an attack on Iran itself. But you got to remember that the Iran uses these groups as proxies for a reason. They they have um, these groups at, you know, uh, at distance so they can you know downplay or uh deny any involvement so this sort of accomplishes um their goals without taking a lot of accountability themselves so um you know they they might invite the status quo with this and continue attacks and not you know absorb direct harm in iran but we simply don't know how this is going to escalate or de-escalate from here washington post national security reporter alex horton talking with our dimitri Sovich. Some of the top stories we're following this early Friday for you here on WTOP. Hunter Biden, the president's son, pleading not guilty this week to tax charges in an L.A. courtroom. Are we much closer this morning to a partial government shutdown once again in the coming days? WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller watching closely from the Hill. And recapping our top story this morning, the U.S. and its allies strike more than a dozen targets in Yemen used by Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. WTOP at 317. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, 
especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Just want to make sure you heard that. Good Friday morning, January 12, 318 on WTOP. Over to Ken Berger first in the WTOP Traffic Center. Yeah, I'm going to skip this report and go right to the dogs, so there we are. <laughs> team, we've got lots of activity up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia, including northbound 95 at Franconia Road. Two left lanes are closed because of bridge inspection. And then as you make your way on northbound 395 at the Springfield Interchange for more bridge inspection, the left shoulder and two left lanes are mobile alternate enclosures, and the bridge inspection work at the mixing bowl takes away two right or causes two right lanes and the right shoulder to be mobile alternate enclosures on the inner loop of the beltway. Then northbound 395 between Springfield heading up to King Street and Alexandria. The pothole patching operations, the left lane and the center lane are blocked. Northbound 395 at the 14th Street Bridge, more pothole patching with the left lane and the center lane being closed. If you're traveling across the Wilson Bridge between Virginia and Maryland, don't have to worry about any more of the uh, closures for uh, maintenance operations. They say that uh, those uh, scheduled closures have ended for the rest of the overnight. However, at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, You've got the overnight work zone continuing to shut down the eastbound span. Two lanes are open either side of the westbound span. That central lane closes a buffer, not seeing any delays between the western shore and the eastern shore. Jiffy Lube, where speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up after traffic and weather this early morning. A rash of armed robberies of cab drivers in this county. I'm Neil Augenstein. A dry Friday morning, but we do have some rain that will develop and overspread the area between about 5 and 7 p.m., so pretty late today. Rain continues until about 2 to 3 a.m. Saturday morning morning. Temperatures here with mainly clear skies, upper 20s to lower 30s. Later today, we'll get up to 50 degrees. We'll very quickly go from partly sunny skies to mostly cloudy. Rain between 5 and 7 p.m. and continuing until just past midnight. Temperatures on Saturday will be falling from the 50s through the 40s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. On the region this early morning, 32 degrees for Belvoir, 40 foggy bottom. It's 37 you're waking up to in Silver Spring. We're back down a few to 31 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTLP at 321. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit Grants for kids.org that's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today stay up to date with wtop news and seven news first alert weather hey son how are you feeling um i'm fine pops what's on your mind i just i can't explain it when your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. 
Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Friday morning, January 12th. Glad you're with us. 322 on WTOP. Welcome in. You're listening to WTOP News. On the medical page this morning, the big hospital system locally in our region is putting mask mandates back into place soon. Johns Hopkins Medicine says masks will now be required for all patients, visitors, and employees alike at all of its locations locally in Maryland. Now, Hopkins says it is putting the mask requirement back in place after a spike in respiratory illness, COVID, and the flu in the state. And the hospital says at the same time, vaccination rates for the general public when it comes to the issues of flu, RSV, and COVID remain very low. The mask requirement goes into effect today, this Friday, at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, and the Hopkins Hospitals overall in Baltimore. Arrest in a string of armed robberies of taxi drivers in our region. It happened six times in the past week in Prince George's County. A man would call an independent taxi driver and request a ride. Once in the car, he'd display a gun and demand money. In one case, he forced the cabbie to drive to an ATM to take out more money. Now, Prince George's County police have arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. They say he had a replica gun that was identical to to the one displayed in the cabs. Police say he's admitted to all of the armed robberies. They think there may be more victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. We're now learning here at WTLP what that mysterious illness is that temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. Remember that? Well, the county says this morning many dogs at the shelter came down with a bacterial virus known as Strepzo. It is highly contagious and can be deadly for for dogs if it is not caught early, we're told. It is normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs and can cause severe pneumonia in dogs themselves. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut down, shut its doors last week and quarantine all of the animals there. It will remain closed until further notice, we're told this morning. School day. Now to the latest on safety in schools in our region. More people are reporting to an anonymous tip line these days that's run by a Maryland agency locally in charge of planning and prepping school for threats. There were over 900 tips sent in, an increase of over 150 in the last school year, according to the Maryland Center for Safe Schools annual report. But Kimberly Buckheit, the policy communications and engagement manager with MCSS, says that doesn't mean schools are less safe than before. The more that we're out doing training and increasing the knowledge across all of our school systems about behavior threat assessment work, people are just more skilled. Tips about bullying was the most most reported concern. Overall, the report finds there were more than a thousand emergency responses at schools around the state last year, but most never interfered with school operations. John Dome in WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. We'll start with news from the NFL. Head coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have parted ways after a 24-year relationship. New England linebackers coach Jared Mayo and former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel are atop the list to replace Belichick as head coach. On to the NHL where it was the first of two regular season games between the Caps and Seattle. Caps fell behind early, were not able to recover. They fell to the Kraken 4-1. Seattle has won eight straight. And over to college basketball in a very slow first half 